0: My name is Jess,
1: and his name is Bill.
0: She's my fourteen-year-old daughter,
1: and he's my forty-eight-year-old father.
0: On some things we agree,
1: and some things we do not.
0: Together we, we are Jess Bill, and, and this, this is, is Death, Death by Multimedia. Multimedia. Welcome to the program for episode number five. I think we're up to now.
1: I have no idea, to be honest.
0: Excellent. So you've been listening to the program religiously then? Yes. <laughs> Which means no.
1: No. No.
0: Yeah, so it's pretty hard to get people to listen to your own program if you're not going to listen to your own program yourself. <laughs> it's like, let's say, for instance, a question, a question, a question to start. Do pizzas have pineapple on them?
1: Yes. Ah,
0: that was an incorrect response.
1: Well, uh, that's not true, because pineapples go on pizza.
0: But that's not true. They do not.
1: But it, they do. Yeah. Have you seen Hawaiian pizza? Did you see the pizza you bought last night?
0: No, last night was a Supreme.
1: With, yeah. with pineapple on it, and it deserves pineapple no, on that's it. No,
0: it's because I made the mistake of not... Telling Domino's to get the pineapple off their pizza before they deliver it. <laughs> anyway, there you go. So there's a little discussion for it. And uh, on our Facebook page this week, the poll will be: Does pineapple belong on a pizza? And the correct <laughs> response is no. Well,
1: don't tell them that. It's a poll, Dad.
0: But the correct response is no. You
1: can't. You can't tell them that. I
0: can I just have. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and apart from that, how's your week been?
1: Uh, it's been okay. It's been a very slow week, but it's been okay.
0: Very good. All right, well, let's uh, start off things with our usual go at this.
1: There's something on the TV!
0: Yes, once again, there is something on the TV. In fact, there's quite a bit on TV. But (laughs) perhaps after last week's debacle where Jessica claimed to have not watched TV, let's see if this week she has watched TV.
1: I certainly have.
0: And what have you been watching?
1: Uh, I've been re-watching Total Drama again.
0: Total Drama, right. Yes, tell us all about it.
1: There is about five series of it last time I checked, and pretty much it's a parody TV show based on the normal TV show, Survivor. It's an animated show as well. It, it is animated. Yes. It's it's great. <laughs> um, you The characters play the same way you play Survivor, except the challenges... ...are dangerously stupid, involving crocodiles, sharks, electricity, radiation, etc. Um, The host, Chris, creates these challenges and doesn't give a flying fish if any of the contestants get hurt.
0: (laughs) Which is the way it should be, anyway. (laughs)
1: um, And all of the contestants' characters are based on stereotypes. Um, Some of them that I can think off the top of my head are uh, an anti-social emo girl, a blonde who only cares about her makeup, a nerd whose only talent is knowing about Star Trek, and... Ah, uh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> it's a stereotype. Ah. Thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
0: right.
1: And um, a man who is said by the host in the first ever episode is only here based on his looks.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so... Yeah, there's there's five seasons of it, and the first one was Total Drama Island, so they did start off on a Survivor note, and then they left for Total Drama Action, where they hired like a Hollywood studio where they did um, like movie themed challenges and so on. So it, it's it's just a parody of Survivor, and it's very funny.
0: And if you're going to take on Survivor, which in itself is terrible after about the first four weeks, when person who should win is voted out
1: yes every uh, single time
0: then this has a fair run at it being a, a comedy
1: yeah it's very good um, and I watched Survivor before I watched this and it's it's definitely playing on all of the elements of Survivor
0: indeed yes and the host himself very much like uh, Jeff props to host. oh yes, yes. <laughs> you can imagine Jeff looking at this and thinking yep maybe I should just be like this
1: dude
0: <laughs> i see so you i think there's only is it uh oh, once again this is a, a netflix show at the current time but it does it is, does show on free to Wear as well
1: yes um it's it was on abc3 until it was changed to abc me and it's not on too much anymore in australia mm. um but on netflix you can find the first two seasons if you look up total drama
0: Very good. And um, what are you giving that show? Uh, Overall, over all the series, um, what would you give the show out of five?
1: The first season was done extremely well, but as it went on it was very repetitive and I don't think it was... I don't know, it got a little boring... To Like when they started the third season Even though they added more characters in the third season It was like, why? Just stop, the first season was long enough (laughs) Um, So i I give that a 3 out of 5
0: Okay, overall? Overall Okay, so the first season, what would you rate that then?
1: Oh, like 4.5 out of 5 The first season was great But then it just kept going on
0: (laughs) There are a lot of episodes I I I mean, and I've only seen probably the first series um, And I always thought at the time yeah, you know what, they could have knocked this down a few episodes and it yeah. would have been just as funny and saved that for future series, but that's not the way the writers went. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: that's excellent. I, um, my work in TV has uh, included uh, Australia versus England in the cricket.
1: Ha, yes, do I know. Uh,
0: and Australia versus England in the cricket. And Australia versus England in the uh, the cricket.
1: What an exciting week. Well, it's been fantastic. <laughs> it's the
0: first two days I've had off work in six months and I got to watch the first two days of the, the series and... Um, cricket is life uh, I mean that's <laughs> what it is uh, it's simple as that so uh, it's hard to review it because the game is still going even as we speak yes uh, but
1: you can check out uh, dad's solo podcast on that if you'd like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes you can if you really want to also on pod yes slashing through the cordon
1: it's dun, dun, dun,
0: dun. very exciting stuff that is I've also, during the week, though, did watch the first episode of the series I've been looking to watch for some time, again on Netflix, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, It's uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. It's based on the books that were written by Douglas Adams, who most people would know better as the author of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. Many people don't know about Dirk Gently, and uh, the books themselves are... I mean, if you've read Hitchhikers, you know that that really is um, messed up in places. Uh, <laughs> Dirk gently goes to another level completely. So, uh, But there has been uh, another English series a few years ago that was done. They did three episodes of this. But this is a, an American... I suppose it's it's actually a British series with a couple of Americans in it. In fact, a lot of Americans. <laughs> but I enjoyed the start, and it, I think it's worth sticking with. Um, Dirk Gently is a holistic detective and basically what he's saying by a holistic detective is he believes everything in the universe connects together. So if there's a murder somewhere, and which is what he ends up having to investigate, anyone who's near the murder or, or uh, anywhere in part of it are all in the long run connected to the murder. He has to go to investigate them and every single thing that they've involved in, because he says sooner or later that will lead to the murderer. Mm. Who, unfortunately, old uh, Todd, who is played by Elijah Wood, who many people would know from many things, especially uh, Lord of the Rings, as Bilbo Baggins. Um, Sorry, not Bilbo. (laughs) Uh, That's uh, that's his uh, very old uncle. Uh, Frodo Baggins, let's get that correct. Uh, And... It really is. Actually, by the end of the first episode, you could see things starting to come together. It took a long time to get there, the 45 minutes of the first episode, but by the end of the first episode, you suddenly thought, well, okay, I can see where this is now going to go down a certain track. Whether it does or not, I don't know, because I've only watched the first episode, but I thought it was worth watching, and uh, I'll report on that in uh, future weeks as I get through at least the first series. But apart from that, my week has been involved in cricket.
1: Good job.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. (laughs) So we could sit here and watch the cricket now if you like, Jess. Uh,
1: No, thank you. You sure? I'd rather not. (laughs) So
0: you'd rather move on? Yes. Move on to something else?
1: Yes, on to this. Crap movies that Bill is showing, Jess!
0: Well, this week, uh, having had what I considered to be uh, probably a more modern film last week with Identity, uh, this week we've gone for a raging classic. One of those films that is so bad that it is good. <laughs> Some people would not agree with that. But anyway, uh, one from the start of my teenage years. Uh, and it's called Creepshow.
1: Yes. Uh, Creepshow has five completely different stories in the one movie. So it's it's more like uh, a bunch of different episodes from a series... Put into one document,
0: mm, which is yes, written by Stephen King. Yes, and uh, he was looking for that kind of comic book kind of feel.
1: Yes. Mm. Um, so the first story is called Father's Day. Uh, I don't even remember if that's what the whole thing was called, and I, I don't know. Yes. But, um, but Father's Day. Yes. And it's um, you start off, and there's four people. In a family, they're celebrating Father's Day in a large house, uh, and they're waiting for their aunt to show up, and a very interesting story about her history with Father's Day comes up. Would you like to tell us what that was, Dad?
0: (laughs) Aunt Bedelia, Aunt Bedelia, who decided to end up killing her father because uh, he... It's just annoying her so much and holding out on the inheritance that she was obviously going to get eventually. Yes. Yes. Uh, Where's my cake, Bedelia? Where's my Father's Day cake? (laughs) Bedelia! (laughs) You bitch! Where's my
1: cake? Are we allowed to say that on here, Dad?
0: Nope, but we just change it and say that we said witch, not bitch. (laughs) Bitch.
1: And so, after that story is told that she killed her dad um, on Father's Day, they go on to tell that every Father's Day she comes here and sits by her father's grave for an hour Mm. and talks to him and then comes inside for Father's Day dinner. Mm. But this day, she doesn't come back in the hour. She doesn't come back in the two hours and so people go out looking for her. A
0: very young Ed Harris with hair.
1: <laughs> um, people go out looking for her and end up dying in certain ways because she was pulled into the grave of her father, who is now a zombie.
0: <laughs> is that what you call it? I don't know if he's a zombie or not. He just comes back to life.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd call it a zombie. Mm.
0: It's Father's Day, and I got my cake.
1: <laughs> so yes, um, that, that's about it, without spoiling the deaths. Of let's people, not. I guess. Yeah,
0: let's not. Let's just assume that a lot of people die. Yes. <laughs> really <laughs> nastily.
1: Um, yes, yeah, So that's the that's the first story, mm-hmm. and the second story is. Uh, What is it? The Lonesome Death of Geordie Verrill.
0: Mm, Geordie Verrill. You longhead.
1: <laughs> uh, and he's played by Stephen King. Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's about a man who lives alone on a farm or a big block of land. And uh, sees a meteor fly in from the sky. And... Uh, he imagines how much he could sell it for, Mm. and he thinks, man, I'll make a fortune out of this, and...
0: Not a penny less than two hundred dollars.
1: Yes. Um, and he decides to, uh, put it in a bucket that night, and then take it to town the next morning and sell it. (laughs) But, um, it is hot, and it burns his fingers when he tries to touch it, which, he then gets blisters on his fingers, so he gets some water and cools it down, which breaks the meteor. <laughs> and uh, brings out goo from it, which is a very bad thing.
0: That's it. Fair luck. Always in, always
1: bad. <laughs> uh, and so he then realizes that he will not be able to sell it for $200 mm. because it's broken. Mm. And so he goes inside and is very defeated and he watches TV for hours and then eventually he looks down and realizes oh there's green stuff on my fingers mm. the fingers that I touch the meteor with mm. and so uh, it ends up growing all over his body and he goes outside and it's it's growing everywhere on his farm and it's just green stuff going everywhere everything that the meteor's touched and everything that he's touched it's just it's going overgrown. To, it's
0: going to be very unpleasant. Yes. Especially when you've been sucking on your fingers. Oh yes. Yes, you would think that that's not going to do much to your insides.
1: No. <laughs> no.
0: I like that. Stephen King's very good, and as I said, there's a couple of quotes there that uh, when I was a kid, we, me and my mates, walked around for years saying, <laughs> Majority Verrill, you lunkhead, and yeah, meteor shit." <laughs> yes, that's a, it's a good story. Yes. Very easy.
1: Uh, and the third one, something to tide you over, which is already uh, hinting at the ocean. <laughs> uh, a strange man has kidnapped another man's wife. Is, is it his wife?
0: No, well, it it's no, It's actually Leslie Nielsen is the, is the bad guy, plays him very well. Mm. It's his wife who has been seeing the other man.
1: Right, okay, I didn't get is, that.
0: Which is, who is Ted Danson never remember from Cheers Um, yes so he's been seeing him and he's been found out
1: yes and so this man decides to um, say that if he does anything he would uh, kill this woman (laughs) and so um, takes him to the beach yep takes him to the beach and you see uh, a grave of sand a with big a hole b- a big a very big hole yeah. uh and there's a there's a shovel there and this guy decides to try and dig up the grave and see if um this girl is there but she's not and he ends up with a gun almost to his head mm-hmm. and being forced to kneel in a hole while sand is being poured onto him Ooh. up to his neck
0: yeah, burying it up to his neck yep just gotta not panic, <laughs> and,
1: and then you'll be fine. And hold hold your, breath. your
0: breath. Hold your breath. Yes, and then that doesn't work out too well for any of them, really. No, like.
1: no, because um, the girl has also had this done to her, um, and so they're both drowning, and the tide is coming in. They can't move because they're buried up to their neck. Okay. They can't, so they've can't got to. Through. Mm, they've got to hold their breath.
0: Yes, and then Leslie Nelson goes home and then starts hearing funny noises. So, yes, and then things happen from there.
1: Oh, yes. That's uh,
0: I can hold my breath for a very long time. <laughs> or not. Yes, that's good. Yeah. No,
1: that was a very good one. Yeah.
0: So, what did you think of the fourth one, which is the crate?
1: Oh, uh... I didn't know what was going to be in there. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, uh, the thing where there was something inside it, but it may have been dead, and so they tried to bring it back to life or something. But yeah. apparently not. No, not
0: quite. No. no. No, given that the crate had been there and it's got the date of uh, 1834 on it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's...
0: Well, again, that story has two sections to it. Firstly, the fact that it's discovered and there's something alive in there and... Um... Secondly, that uh, someone wants to use that to his advantage.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, it's great. So, yes.
0: <laughs> and then the, the final episode is uh, They're Creeping Up On You, which is about a man who um, has a major problem with insects. Yes. doesn't like them at all. He's very clean and tidy. Yep. And he's obviously a cranky old bugger. <laughs> And uh, the insects uh, end up uh, deciding to take him, take him on, and take him out.
1: Yes. Yes. Anyway. And it seems that uh, it's happening to the rest of the world, or the rest of the city at least as well. Mm, Possibly. Because everyone's got bugs tonight. That's
0: exactly right. You've got bugs. You've got bugs, Mister Pratt. Hey, talk to me. Talk to me. (laughs) So anyway, it goes for about two hours with those five stories. And, um, what did you think of it overall?
1: It was, each story was very, very well thought out. And, uh, all of them were stories in a comic book. Yes That um, a boy Towards the start Had bought And yes. his father had said ah, no You're not reading that junk And threw it out That's
0: right Which yeah. the boy
1: was not happy with It had
0: the book ends Of that story as well Yes It was all well I mean It was
1: really well thought out It is
0: Well written uh, As we said Stephen King Can write a little bit <laughs> So as a movie What would you give it Out of Five
1: I would probably Watch this again To be honest uh, I'd give it a four Out of five Yeah.
0: It, get, it does get better after you've watched it more than once. When you sort of have an idea of where things are going, mm. again, it's, you watch it the second time. You think, yeah, right out. You pick up a bit more. It's it is well done. Yeah, uh, Creepshow has always been a, an old favorite of mine. It's 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 very b grade uh, in the way it's filmed and, and but the the amount of the great actors that are in it. Like I said, you know, Leslie Nelson and Ted Danson there. Um, Hal Holbrook is in the in the the crate. Um, it's well worth watching if you enjoy those kind of films.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Alright, well, that brings that to a conclusion. Um, this week's movie will be a little bit more highbrow. We'll see how we go. Righto. So we must be moving on to this.
1: Album Review Switcheroo! Right, so, Album Review Switcheroo, yet again.
0: Hooray! (laughs) It's the greatest time of the year.
1: <laughs> uh, so this week, uh, Dad gave me High Voltage by ACDC. Woo! Would you like to explain why?
0: Ah, uh, well, there's a couple of good reasons why. That uh, About two months ago, we lost uh, George Young, who was a member of the Easy Beats and also a member of the famous Young family and was involved in producing their early albums and, and, and helping to write some of them, the songs. Um, but last week we lost Malcolm Young who was the rhythm guitarist of ACDC and one of the main songwriters along with his brother Angus of course Uh, and some of his riff work is just legendary I mean most of the stuff that he did with ACDC most people have been copying since they started (laughs) doing it 40 years ago because their rhythm section was the tightest rhythm section of all time and the, the Rhythm guitar and the bass guitar and the drums. You listen to that and they're so in sync together all the time. Yeah. Um, So I thought this week I'd give you High Voltage, which is the first album they released overseas. There was an earlier album, TNT, that was released in Australia that had most of these songs on it. Righto. But uh, generally when people think about ACDC, they think about this album, the High Voltage album that was released as an international release.
1: I did recognise most of it. (laughs) It's
0: hard to to believe.
1: Um, Yeah, I recognised most of the songs on this album. Most of them had a solid bass line and um, good rhythm guitar, as you just said. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And all the songs were based around the guitar, mostly. Mm. Um, So you can hear that the most, uh, other than singing. And I thought in each song... The, the guitar sort of melded together in each song. Some of them I couldn't tell if it had moved on to the next song or mm-hmm. not. Um,
0: it's been a common, not a complaint, but a lot of people have said they about been dc for years. They've just been, they've written one song and they've just replayed it every album for 40 <laughs> years.
1: Um, I couldn't tell one song from the next except for the ones I already knew, like TNT, The Long Way to the Top. And Live Wire yep. stuff like that. Yep. Um, it's something that I can listen to, if it's like on the radio or if it's in your playlist, Dad. But <laughs> I probably would not listen to the whole album again. Oh my
0: God! <laughs> What's going on? How, how dare you say that about ACDC? <laughs> yeah, I. It's like everything. Um, ACDC are iconic, iconic Australians, and those songs have all been on the radio for years and years.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, and a lot of people know the singles rather than the songs that are just on the album that don't involve them, like Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Singer and things like that. Um, yeah, that's understandable, but it's... <laughs> and it, it, you, you get They get in that groove, especially on that album, and you can just, as you say, they do meld into each other, some of the songs, but yeah, when you hear some of those riffs, starts uh, like in for a long way to the top or uh, live wire, um, TNT, high voltage, just yeah, terrific songs. Anyway, what um, would you have given that out of five for your lovely listing pleasure?
1: Uh, two out of five. Two
0: out of five. To be
1: completely honest, okay. I I didn't enjoy it a lot.
0: <laughs> the idea is to be completely honest, <laughs> and no one expects anyone to. The great thing about reviewing albums, I always find, is that uh, no one's opinion is wrong. Uh, they might be mistaken. <laughs> but all you, uh, opinions on albums are good, and I like to get different opinions. I, I like to listen to other people's opinions on albums such as that. Mm. Just because I like to listen to music, and that's why this week I've been given...
1: Uh, You've been given Don't Smile At Me by Billie Eilish.
0: Yes. Billie Billie
1: Eilish, or Mm. however you pronounce it. I
0: I would have said Eilish myself.
1: Maybe. I I, don't know, to be honest. But
0: there you go. I'm going to listen to an album by Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell, and that is her full name. (laughs) Now, anyone who's got pirate as a middle name has had an interesting upbringing. (laughs) I don't care what it's like. So, 16 years old... With the middle name of Pirate. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, in much the same way as Jessie, this album was released uh, in August of this year.
1: Yes. Uh, but uh, a lot of her songs were released before that. Yes. Um, She's been
0: doing it for the last couple of years by looks of Would that be right?
1: Yes. I, I don't know much else. I just know that uh, Ocean Eyes was the first song I heard uh, through the internet and like through Instagram and stuff. And I thought, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I heard a couple of other of her songs in, like, edits that my friends had made of uh, people and they were playing it. And I thought, oh, this sounds pretty cool. And so I pulled it up on Spotify a couple of weeks ago and took a listen. And it was like, this stuff is catchy and it will get stuck in your head, but it's nice to listen to. It's, it's very nice.
0: I actually think I wrote... No, actually the word I wrote down here was Sweet. And I don't use the word sweet very often when it comes to uh, music or anything else, to be honest. Um, but that's what it comes across as. Yeah. It comes across as very gentle electro pop, what someone might call sweet is pretty much what I've written. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, very true. Yeah. And it's all co-written, most of it's co-written by her, with her by her brother.
1: Yeah. And he
0: produced the actual uh, album as well, so a, a family connection going on there. Um, there's a lot of, it's basically, I like done on synth with a, with a, I'm guessing it's a drum machine, it sounds like a drum machine, I don't yeah. know if it's actually drums or not, but it sounds like a drum machine. Um, there's a bit of uh, ukulele in there as well at different times. Um, yeah, look, it's not my style. <laughs> it's, it's just it's even that step down so that it is so gentle that i start falling asleep a little bit listening to <laughs> it. a couple of times at work i had it on and it was i you know I, as i do now with all the albums that jess gives me i like to listen to them a couple of times every morning while i'm at work and every day so you know at least so i give it at least 10 tries is yes. what i'm looking for um but yeah, I must admit, I was getting to the end of the second time around on this and I was thinking, okay, just get this over and done with so <laughs> I can put something else on that I want to listen to. Um, and it didn't hold my attention like some of the other albums that you've given me. Uh, again, I can appreciate her voice. She sounds terrific. But oh, she-
1: she's so talented for a 16-year-old. And she I think she wrote Ocean Eyes when she was 14.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's all very good, and i appreciate all that kind of stuff, but there's not a lot of me saying to myself, <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested in listening to any more. I'd be honestly, I could probably say that I would like to hear the next, if she does an album, say, next year or the year after, I'd like to hear what her progression is from this. Right. Uh, just because I, I don't know if you can continue to stay in this vein and continue to be as popular as she obviously has started to be Mm. uh, i'd like to hear how she's going to progress with her music Um, i won't jump up and down to find it i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure someone i know quite close to me will be able to tell me the next time something comes out
1: oh yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah look again for me I, i it's a difficult thing for me to rate because if anyone listens to my rating then actually my ratings aren't that important i'm not as important a rater as i may have myself believe am i <laughs> if, if i'm rating this on, on the normal music that i listen to it's probably a one and a half out of
1: five Righto.
0: um but that's a harsh one and a half out of five because of the fact that it's so far beyond the kind of stuff that i usually listen to yeah yeah what about you
1: Honestly, I could listen to it all day. Right? Well, it's good. Like, I could just play that album and then a single that I have on a playlist with that album as well. Yep. Uh, I, I could play it all day.
0: Okay, so what would you rate it?
1: Four out of five. Right. Well, that's good.
0: Yeah. No one said this was going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's different. I mean, we could come here every week and listen to a you know, review an album ourselves all the time, and
1: mm. I
0: don't know if that's as much fun. No. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. There's two more albums for everyone to add to their list. um, And I'm sure everyone will. And next week, we'll see what we get. Um, Yes, I do know what I'm giving you this week, actually, already. Ah, okay. That's good. looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, and so you should. (laughs) Because I'm looking forward to it as well. All righty, moving on from that. And I suppose that leads into this.
1: Crap that Jess has been watching on YouTube.
0: All righty, it's... YouTube time again. This should be uh, more fascinating rubbish (laughs) that uh, Jess seems to have time to find when she's not cleaning her bedroom. But anyway, (laughs) what do we got?
1: Uh, This week I discovered a guy called Bill Wurtz who I was showing you some of his videos this morning.
0: Yes, yes you were.
1: (laughs) Uh, He makes small ditties about something random with no meaning whatsoever yes and then animates them in um hilarious ways with everything flying everywhere
0: hilarious is a very strong word
1: oh for me it's great (laughs) (laughs) um usually his videos run under a minute uh so maybe not even 30 seconds most of the time so yes they are they are like vine pretty pretty much They're, they're, they're like vine and he did have vine actually Uh, until it died. That
0: doesn't surprise me in the slightest.
1: (laughs) Um, but you may know him from his 19-minute video called The History of the Entire World, I guess, which, um, he retells all of the important moments in history with tiny melodies here and there, making it more interesting. (laughs) Um, and it's all animated in the same way that he does all of his videos. (laughs) And... Uh, the video took him over six months to complete and he has admitted that he almost stopped working on it because he was absolutely sick of it.
0: Yes, I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> but at least he knows all of history now. He
0: does, yeah, <laughs> yes. And I can also agree that that is amusing in places. It goes a bit long, as the history of the world does. But uh, <laughs> if that's, that is one that I can agree, that if you've got, uh, if you've got 20 minutes spare in your life and you can find that on YouTube, which I'm sure Jess will tell us how to find that shortly, Um, that it's well worth just having a look at, just for fun.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, he's, He's also done History of Japan, which is great. It goes for nine minutes. Uh, so so you, it's just the, his, the history but... of
0: the world goes for 19 minutes.
1: Yes, but the, the history, history of
0: Japan, Japan goes, goes for, for nine, 9 minutes. Yes. So you're telling me that Japan has been along for... Around for half as long as the Earth.
1: Uh, well, modern Japan and, like, when stuff... When stuff started happening right. in Japan. okay. When, like, history started being written down.
0: Right. very good.
1: Yes. Um, and so when you want to find Bill Wirtz, which I... I hope you check him out because I spent about an hour just watching his videos last night. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> well, you should have been sleeping, yes.
1: <laughs> um, you just type up uh, Bill and Wurtz spelt W-U-R-T-Z uh, and he should be there and under underneath his channel you should see uh, something like History of the entire world, I guess, and a bunch of his other popular videos. And it's great. And in some of his videos, you actually see the his process of making the video, and he's got, like, five different instruments that he plays, plus his voice. So he gets into it.
0: Wow, six different things. <laughs> Excellent. Well, out of five, how are you going to rate the stuff that you've seen of his, to this point in time?
1: To this point in time, a five. Wow. <laughs> because... Because I just, all through my internet life and all of my internet history, most of it has just been absolutely random stuff that has popped up, and this is one of them, and I think you remember a couple of years ago when I was into absolutely random parodies of music that meant absolutely nothing.
0: <sighs> yes.
1: Yes. Um, so, Yeah. I I I like his channel. Mm. Bill Watts YouTube. Check him out. <laughs> yes.
0: Right. Well, guess what I've been watching on YouTube this week?
1: Cricket! Hey,
0: guess what? The cricket was on, yeah. So before oh the cricket god. started the group before the cricket started, I had to catch up on everything that had happened before in cricket, like a few years ago when we were winning.
1: Oh my god! So and then and then it rained and you had to watch more stuff on That's YouTube.
0: That's exactly right. We did. For two hours on that first day it rained. Oh,
1: man. So I had
0: to watch cricket on YouTube. <laughs> Again. Good job. It was great. It's, it's what YouTube is. It's, you know, you can find cricket from any era and it's fantastic. It's exactly <laughs> what you should do.
1: YouTube's great.
0: Well, it is. For cricket. <laughs> for other stuff, I'm not so sure. <laughs> dear, idea, oh Good words. Really? Yeah. History of the world?
1: Yeah. Oh, yes, i watched it in class as well, Dad.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I understand it's that. good for school. <laughs> anyway, cricket, look it up. It, uh, on YouTube, you can look up cricket and <laughs> stuff will come up about cricket.
1: Wow, I wouldn't have guessed.
0: No. Alrighty, moving on. <laughs> the
1: end!
0: Rightio, well, that's all we've got time for this week. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Dad. For your excellent stuff again. (laughs) Uh, Once again, next week, we'll be back with uh, some more of what's been happening on TV.
1: Yes, let's hope it's more this week, because I haven't watched a lot of TV in the last fortnight.
0: (laughs) No, no, you've got a few things on, but I'm sure you'll find time just to discover just one thing.
1: Yes, I hope so. And, uh...
0: What album am I going to get next week? Have you decided on that yet?
1: Oh, not yet. Okay. I will have to search.
0: Very good. I'm pretty sure I know what movie we'll be watching. Uh, and then um, more cricket on YouTube, I suppose.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can just... I predicted that, actually. Did you? About a minute ago. That mm. That's all you'll be watching for the next week or two.
0: No, probably the next five weeks, because that's all we do. It's summer. That's the summer of cricket.
1: Oh, damn. <laughs> anyway,
0: thank you for everyone for listening once again. Um, for those of you who don't know, which um, probably all of you do because they are only the six people who have befriended the page, we now have a Facebook page. Yes. It's uh, Jessabil, Death by Multimedia. You can look it up on Facebook. Uh, it's only there for placing our lovely podcast on there. And if we have anything that might interest you, we might post something there. Obviously, yes. the uh, poll on how to vote no to pineapple on pizzas will <laughs> be there this week. No. And uh, <laughs> I insist that you vote no.
1: Um, actually, I won a debate about that at school, Dad.
0: You won a debate? I won
1: a debate about pineapple should be on pizza at school.
0: That, that's terif- Take
1: that, Sophie.
0: That's terrific, but you did not win the debate at home.
1: Uh, Well, uh, I think we know who's going to win then.
0: Yes. Game on. We also do know that. (laughs) So until next week, thanks for listening once again, and we'll see you then.